Welcome to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. We are going to jump in and talk about five ways that God speaks. I love the voice of God. I love when God is speaking. I believe many of us are in a quiet place where we can really hear from God in the midst of everything that's going on. So I want to talk a little bit about the voice of God. And I may have shared before just some of my testimony growing up, but I did not think that God spoke when I was younger. I just thought that God was in heaven. He was like a grandpa. He didn't really talk to anybody. And let me tell y'all, I was so wrong. God has so much personality. He has so much uh, character in his heart and his love. It is just still amazing to me. So one of my favorite verses is John chapter 10, 27, where Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. And so let me just encourage you, encourage you that even in the midst of a storm, even in the midst of hard and difficult times, God is speaking and it's so important, especially in these last days that we are hearing the voice of God, that we are understanding how to hear God's voice. And more importantly, and and also of equal importance, that we have an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. So we're going to talk about just some examples in the Bible of how God spoke to people. And I'm going to break down five ways that God speaks. All right. First way that God speaks is audibly. Uh, For some people, this is a very rare occasion. There may have been once or twice where I've heard God speak audibly. Normally he'll like speak to my spirit. And I know that that's him speaking, Um, but it's not been like a movie where you hear God talking and he's saying something really deep like Moses. Um, It's not really like that for me personally, but God does speak audibly. And we see this in first Samuel chapter three, and we're going to look at this passage. It says, now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. That's actually really deep because I think that we may get to that time where the word of the Lord is rare. And so this passage makes it clear that God was not just speaking to any and everybody, um, but he chose who he would reveal himself to. That's another podcast for another day. But I do believe that God speaks to each and every one of us when we have an ear to hear what he's saying. All right. Verse two. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was lying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see. And before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was. And while Samuel was lying down that the Lord called Samuel and he answered, here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. And he said, I did not call lie down again. And he went and lay down again. Now, this is so good. This whole entire passage, because Samuel actually hears an audible voice so much so that he runs to Eli because he thinks that Eli is calling him. So that's how clear the voice of the Lord was to Eli. That's how audible the voice was that he thought that Eli, who was probably very close to him and, and, you know, they were both in the temple. He thought that Eli was calling him. So God does speak audibly where it sounds almost like so close to you. And you know that someone is calling you and Samuel knew that 
someone was calling him, but he was not aware that this was the voice of God. So it's so important that we are trained to hear God's voice, that we understand how God speaks. And so of course, Samuel goes through this process again, where the Lord calls him again. He runs to Eli. Eli tells him again, I have not called you. Um, and then verse eight, and the Lord called Samuel again, the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, here I am for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. So after the third time, that's when Eli had this revelation that, Hey, you know what? I'm not calling you, but the Lord is. And then God begins to speak to Samuel. Samuel becomes a mighty prophet. So first God speaks audibly. Second way that God speaks is through people. So Samuel was a person God spoke to him, but God also spoke through him. So Samuel often delivered the word of the Lord. Um, he also delivered the word of the Lord to Eli in the same passage. God spoke to Samuel and then Samuel had to give that same word to Eli. So God does speak to people. We had a whole episode on discernment. So of course you want to pray and discern um, who God is speaking through, especially into your life in this season so that you know that you know that you know that it is the Lord speaking through them. All right. Third way that God speaks is through confirmation. So God will confirm things. Sometimes you may hear a message twice. The Lord will put something on your heart. You'll hear that message again, a second time or a third time. And God does confirm his word many times. And so the third way that God speaks is through confirmation. Now we also see this in first Samuel chapter three, verse 12. It says in that day, I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity, which he knows because his sons made themselves vow and he did not restrain them. So the Lord, when he spoke to Samuel, he gave Samuel a word of rebuke for Eli, but he also told Samuel, Hey, Eli already knows that I'm going to judge his house. So this word was confirmation to Eli because the Lord had already spoke this word to him. So the third way, again, that God speaks is through confirmation. All right. The fourth way that the Lord speaks is through his word. So God's word has power. He speaks to us through his word. And I encourage you to read the word because as you read the word of God, you begin to understand more of his heart. You begin to understand his nature. You begin to understand his character. And this is so critical, especially in the last days, because you want to know what the word says, because many people will rise up and say things and it will not be the Lord. And we see this so many times where Jesus warned his disciples against false prophets, against um, just people that are against Christ rising up in the earth. And so it's so important that we know the word for ourselves so that we are not easily deceived. And so you have to read the word of God to really understand what God is saying. And so the word of God really, to me, is also like having a light or something to hold accountable to. And let me just break that down. But if you get a hundred dollar bill in retail, you have a marker or you have a light that you hold that dollar bill up to. And that's how we have to understand and 
and take the word of God. That when somebody speaks a word that it aligns with the word of God. And so we have to have the word as our source. We have to back everything up with the word of God, the written word of God. And so that just pretty much means that someone should not be telling you to do something that's against the Bible. So the Lord will not speak to you and tell you to do something that is sinful. Um, The Lord will not speak to you and tell you to do something that goes against his heart and his nature. And so the word of God helps us to understand God's heart and God's nature so that there's no confusion about when he speaks. All right. Fifth way that God speaks very often to people is in dreams. And so if you have a lot of dreams or you just have certain dreams, they may be from the Lord. Now, not every dream is from God. So you have to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what dream or if is this dream from the Lord? And then also to reveal what the dream actually means. And so you have to pray and understand that if you have a dream, you may not get clarity right away. But as you continue to pray and seek the Lord, he will make very clear um, the dream that he had or the dream that he gave to you. Now, if you are just in a place where you need some accountability or you want to share that dream, it's always good to maybe reach out to uh, a pastor or somebody that is led by the Holy Spirit, a a prayer warrior, intercessor, or someone that has uh, the heart of God and also someone that is able to biblically interpret the dream. And so that's important as well. We see that Joseph, of course, he interpreted dreams when the Lord was speaking back in that time. And Joseph was able to discern and also interpret the dream that God gave the king. So make sure that you understand the dream. And I always recommend writing the dream down just so that you can go back to that dream and have that dream as a record or as accountability, because the Lord may show you something. He may speak to your heart about something that will happen several years from now. And so if you have that written down, you can always go back to it as a reference and as a resource and as a reminder of what God has spoken. So again, five ways God speaks audibly, is the first way, uh, a first point that we made. Second point through people, third point through confirmation, fourth point through his word and fifth point in dreams is how the Lord speaks. So I pray that God will give you an ear to hear what he is saying so that you will not miss his voice in this hour. And if you are genuinely praying for God to, to lead you, I want you to understand that God desires to lead you. The Bible says that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. And so if you fully put your trust in God, if you fully put your hope in God, he will lead you. He will guide you into all truth. Psalms 20 verse seven is such a timely word for this hour. It says some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord, our God. And so we have to remember the name of the Lord in this moment, in this season. We can't put our trust in chariots and natural things that we see, but we have to remember the name of the Lord. And as we remember the name of the Lord, we look to him, we seek his face. He speaks to us. He communes with us. He speaks to our heart and then we obey 
everything that he's spoken. Because Isaiah chapter one, verse 19 says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the land. And so we need to be willing. We need to be obedient to what God is saying. And we have to trust him to direct and order the steps of our lives. And so let me encourage you as well, because when God orders your steps, he will give you a supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding. And God has the ability to cause you to even prosper in the most difficult times. So you may not know what tomorrow holds. None of us do, especially with everything that's going on in our nation. But we do know that God is with us. And if you have that peace and that blessed assurance in your heart, you know that God is unmovable and he will not be shaken. And so as we put our anchor in him, as he is the anchor of our soul, we also are unmovable. We are unshaken because the Lord is with us. He's fighting for us and he is working on our behalf. And so I just want you to be encouraged if you're in a place praying for direction, maybe some things are cloudy or foggy right now, but pray that the Lord will lead you. Pray that God will make his voice very clear. Pray that he will also confirm his word. So you know that you know that you know that you know that that's him speaking to you. All right. So uh, John chapter 16 is also a very good verse. And I always pray because we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And John chapter 16, verse 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Don't we need to know things that are to come? And that's what the Holy Spirit will do. He will tell us things that are to come. And so I'm going to close this episode in a time of prayer. I want you to take those points, meditate on them, and even also read 1 Samuel chapter 3 and also John chapter 10 verse 27, which says my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. So we are following Jesus. I am following Jesus. And when I say we, I mean, all of us listening to this podcast in this episode, I hope that you are following Jesus as well and that you are keeping your eyes stayed on him. So let us pray. God, I thank you for each and every person listening. I pray, oh God, that you will open up our ears to hear what you are saying God, you will give us eyes to see that we will not walk blindly in this hour. I pray for direction, oh God, and clarity in Jesus' name. I bind and break every spirit of confusion by the power of God that those that are wrestling with certain decisions, Lord, that they will be led by your spirit because Romans 8, 14 says, as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And so, Father, I thank you right now that you lead us by your spirit, that as we walk in truth, you will go before us. You will be all around us. Oh God, you are with us. You are a very present help, even in the time of trouble. And I thank you that your name, oh Lord, your name is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are safe. And I thank you for safety right now. I pray against every spirit of anxiety and worry that would try to come against the people of God, the children of God. And I pray for supernatural peace that surpasses all understanding that the peace of God will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And I declare power, love, and a sound mind because you have not 
given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And God, I break and bind every spirit of fear and anxiety that will cause us to try to rush ahead or move ahead. But Lord, I thank you for a stillness a stillness in your presence that as we are still before you, God, you speak powerfully by your spirit. God, our hearts are open. Our ears are ready to hear what you are saying in this season and in this hour. Father, we love you. We honor you. We adore you. We bless you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 If you are listening and you are struggling with um, any area of confusion, I want you to grab a hold of that prayer because the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. He's also not caused us to be confused. So you have to declare over your mind, power, love, and a sound mind, according to second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, and break every spirit of confusion that would try to come against your life. This is a season of clarity and purpose as we seek the Lord, as he purges our hearts and cleanses us and leads us into all truth. So be encouraged. God is taking us higher. Continue in prayer. Thank you for tuning into this episode. As always, if you have any prayer requests, please send those to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at prayerisbreathing and be sure to check out Awake Christian clothing. We released some new designs. I'm so excited about that. And also we have a special sale running for a limited time only. So if you want any prayer apparel, check us out, awakechristianclothing.com. Until next time, this is Latoya. I'll see you next week. Continue to watch and pray. God bless.